Hello, and welcome to episode 43 of the Read Between Podcast, the improvised storytelling podcast where we take the internet's weirdest suggestions and turn them into weird, wacky, and crazy stories through the power of improv. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan. I'm your other co-host, Lynn. And we're back. Episode 43. Another episode, another week, another bunch of improvised stories. Lynn, how's your week been going? It's okay. I'm really snotty. You're snotty? Yeah. You can hear it. Yeah. We're still... We're still in the throes of getting over sicknesses from uh, from past weeks. That was why last week's episode was a Cliff Notes episode where we had some outtakes. But that was a fun little episode to put out with some with some fun little outtakes with our friends Richie and Kelsey. Right. We I do sound better. You do sound. We a both lot better. sound better. We do sound a lot better. I yes. could barely speak last week. Yeah. Yeah. Last week was uh, was not great. It was not the best. But uh, but lo and behold, we are back. We're feeling better. We're uh, we're ready to tell some stories, tell some hahas, make some jokes. And uh, and get back to doing this for y'all. So uh, so yeah, for those of you who haven't listened before, or for those of you who may not have listened in a while, what we do in the first half of the show here is Lynn will go to the subreddit on Reddit called Not the Onion, and uh, she will find some headlines from that subreddit. And this is a subreddit where there's headlines that you would think would show up on the Onion because they're so crazy and outlandish, but they're actually real stories. So we're going to take a few headlines, uh, and then we'll choose which one of those we want to tell the actual story behind. So, uh, Lynn, what do you got for us today? So here's one that um, made the news. Oh, made the it news. It didn't make the news. Um, an egg plans to dethrone Kylie Jenner as most like Instagram post. Ah, uh, yes. yes. I've, I've heard of this, but I have no idea of the background of this. So basically, the most liked Instagram post is a picture of Kylie Jenner holding... It's, it's her daughter, Stormy. So yes. when Stormy was first born, she took, Kylie took this picture of Stormy grabbing out and grasping for Kylie's finger mm-hmm. and uh, Kylie made a post about her kid mm-hmm. um, so someone took it apart amongst themselves and said hey I want this to beat that post I want us to get more likes on this egg than Kylie's post uh-huh. which like whatever I, you're sticking it to someone like you're sticking it to Instagram you're sticking it to right. the Zuck like we're, oh. we're, we're not we're not giving Kylie no more time yeah um, so and it did it, it got I think like a million more likes huh, or okay. something or a hundred thousand more likes than her post. Wow. Okay. Um, in which Kylie, uh, replied and took an egg. It was, it was the same type of, it was like a brown egg. Uh-huh. I took it outside and tried to scramble it on the driveway, but she doesn't understand heat and how that works. She was like, the ground's hot. And she broke the egg on top of the asphalt and nothing happened because it's not that fucking hot yet. <laughs> This doesn't play on the recording, but I'm sitting here just rolling my eyes yeah. and just... Um, and that was like her her dig at it. like, And obviously it was a joke. I don't think she's right. serious about it. Yeah. But I thought it was really funny how she tried to cook an egg on the side of the road when it's not that... Because if it was that hot out, she wouldn't be out. Like, mm. it, it was just a stupid way of being like, ah, fuck that egg. But okay. yeah. That, that could be interesting. So there's that. Um, my phone locked up in the middle of me <laughs> talking about that. So I got to open my phone. Yeah, that's there's always always something strange going on on social media anymore. There's always some sort of weird trend and I just I can't follow them all anymore. <laughs> oh no, someone lost a job. Oh gosh. Um a BBC art expert reveals a rare painting where thousands of pounds was destroyed by his cat. Ugh. Ooh, oh boy. boy. I want to see that picture just oh, real man. fast cuz like I I uh not many people know this. I mostly studied art history mm-hmm. uh, in college, and something like that is like fucking painful. Oh yeah, I mean, and and us being the owners of two cats, two wonderful cats, we know how sometimes their tendencies to be construct to be destructive can be. They can be very, very destructive, and I can only imagine. Oh a, yeah, he put a big old hole in the oh, middle of man. it. A Priceless piece of artwork like that, just Ooh, like right in the middle, getting of it. destroyed is, uh, <gasps> oh. yeah, because that's because that's not something that can be that can be fixed easily. Uh, it's a very expensive. I follow a restoration artist. It's uh-huh. very expensive to yeah. get things done, especially because the thing with rest- restoring um, damaged piece of pieces of arts is that it's it's important to uh, keep that part of our culture safe and clean and. Mm-hmm preserved but once a piece of art is restored it no longer is solely the the artist who made it is no it's no longer solely his art piece it's not the original 
it's you know a piece of the restorers mm -hmm. so that's why with a lot of like a lot of monets mm -hmm. that have been restored a lot of them aren't monets anymore mm -hmm. because they've been restored and retouched and repainted over so many times that they've lost their yeah. value because also there's a lot of bad restoration practices out there mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who really they just overpaint it and mm -hmm. overpainting is the worst thing you can do to a painting yeah so there's also that anyway i'll shut up about yeah. art I could literally talk <laughs> about art for days. Hello and welcome to my art history podcast. Podcast within a podcast. <laughs> the most boring podcast that puts everybody to sleep. Are you talking about ours? I hope not. <laughs> Just my portion of it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> and uh, what's one more story? A woman breaks into police station wanted to date cop. Okay. I mean, that's that's not too strange. She won't be like, I want to kiss that pretty little cop. Come yeah, here, she's, buddy. She, she's like nine one one. I'm hungry. I'm <laughs> I'm looking for some some cop action. Hello, I need some assistance with my lips. Nine one one. What's your emergency? I I'm I'm alone in my bed. I need somebody here. <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's that's odd, yeah. But but also, you know, not too strange these days. Love, I would, love, love. I would say that's to break in to a police station. Yeah, that's that's a bit strange. That's like bit it's strange. not like she waltzed in and was like, "Come here, cutie, I yeah. want to smooch you." It's not like she did like the '80s thing where she walked into the police station, grabbed a cop by his tie, and just like, yeah, Mleh. he wasn't wearing like a fur coat with giant buggy sunglasses. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is that, like, she she had to break in, which meant that no one was there. Yeah. So she was trying to, like, steal something of his, I guess? Well, yeah. Well, I actually really like this, so I think this is the thing we should tell the story behind. This is the headline we should choose. All right. So uh, so let's let's get into the uh, the serial dater, I'd say. We can we can call it. Oh, because you said Siri. Ha, ha, ha. By the way. Siri, thank you for following us on this on the Nostalgia Cops Twitter. Yes, the the voice of Siri. I believe her name is Susan Bennett. Yes, if I'm correct, Susan Bennett is following our podcast on on Twitter. Which the Nostalgia Cops Nostalgia one. Cops podcast, yeah. which is very cool. That's, Thanks. That's very neat. So thank you for following our shows. That's really cool. Uh, so yeah, so we're gonna tell the story of the uh, of the cop obsessed woman that decided to break into a police station because that's what you do as a normal person. Lily just wanted love. Lily, Lily was a woman who, who looked for love in all the wrong places. She looked for it at her dad's funeral. <laughs> she looked for it at her, at her, uh, at her mom's funeral. She looked for it at the DMV. Yeah. Which I mean, like granted for her, that's actually, kind of a good place there's a lot of people at the dmv and nobody's and got anything forever. else going on yeah it takes forever to get shit done at the dmv so she tried to look for her at the dmv she tried um so she went to job interviews looking for love mm -hmm. but instead of the interviewees interviewing her it was switched and she would interview them about love so it, it would always it would always come down to like a situation she'd walk into the interview and they'd be like oh very nice to meet you she'd be like hi my name's lily i'm here to interview you about uh being my I'm here to interview boyfriend. you for my lovely uh, life assistant, which I called boyfriend. <laughs> life assistant. Or girlfriend. She <laughs> she swung both ways. And she had already pre-filled out their applications uh, based on information she was able to get from their Facebook pages. Cause yeah. Because she, she would look she, up. She would bring up like resumes and applications for them. Yeah. She would like, she would like, I have for you your dating resume. And she hands it to them and she's like, now hand it back to me. Yeah. And <laughs> she then she would hand it back and go. Okay. I mean, it's not the worst. <laughs> I've seen better. I mean, like, you the problem is, is that you're not 6'5". And the problem is you didn't condense it into one page like I asked. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the... You, you, don't, you shouldn't have to staple your resume. I don't need to know your love life back from... And she flips back. 98. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, she would go line by line on all of the females mm -hmm. she had listed. She'd be <laughs> yeah. like, who's Betty Crocker? And obviously Betty Crocker was uh, Tommy Crocker's mom. And be like, my mom? Yeah. I don't see the connection. I mean, the odd thing was that interview was to work at Betty Crocker as like a right. as like an administrative assistant. Right. She because kinda, that's exactly where Tommy Crocker works. Yeah. Tommy Crocker. Yeah. He's like, he's like CFO. 
Betty's like the Something. C. Yeah. Betty's Betty Crocker's the real I CEO. I want to know there. what Ben Chunch, Betty Crocker's pony, is doing at <laughs> Betty Crocker, Inc. <laughs> she has a pony named Ben Chunch. Wait, she does? Yes. She she has a pony named Ben Chunch. What? Wh- why the name Ben Chunch? I don't know. That is the weirdest name I've ever I don't heard. Know. It's like Tommy Chong. <laughs> um, you have the mass singer in your head now, huh? I do. <laughs> I was picturing him singing in his pineapple. His pineapple head. What? What did he even say? I don't even remember. Some song from the was it Dancing Queen? I think it was. No. I don't remember. I don't remember either. It was just a. It was was bad. It was bad. They gave him an auto-tuned mic. Yeah. Um, because he's Tommy Chong. He's Tommy Chong. Yeah, he's. He's he's probably high doing it. Seventy-six and high and yeah. Pineapple costume. Tommy, that's Tommy Chong's dating <laughs> Tom, resume. That, that's a, that's his new stand-up special. Tommy Chong, seventy-six. This is dating high. resume. Yeah, dating resume. Tommy 70. Chong, seventy-six. High. Seventy-six is high. Nothing else. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah. So Lily, Lily had a problem with um, with really keeping keeping her love life in check. She didn't really know how to how to do it how to do it properly. She was always having trouble. Well, she was too busy criticizing everybody else and not realizing that she obviously was not the shit mm-hmm. you know um lily had her own sets of issues as a person she was a hoarder for example mm, you yeah. would open up the front door to her house and hey you can't get in it's just a pile of trash yeah it, she she had a thing for collecting board games uh she specifically collected the board game mall madness yeah, so every time you stepped on something, it would be like, blue, move, seven. Yeah. <laughs> Green, go to the arcade. And it's She'd be like, oh, man, I don't I don't know where the arcade is. <laughs> and then she would just, like, step on seven other instances of the game. It's like, blue, green, red, blue, green, blue, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And then, like, half of them died, like, halfway through. Oh, yeah, that was the best part of her morning when she would wake up and she would go, red, move, 11. <laughs> and she's like, oh, no. Another one's gone. She'll cry and then be like, all right, I have to order another one. You're getting <laughs> she, more expensive because these things aren't manufactured anymore. Yeah, because she's just having to buy them used on Amazon. Right. Or it, in mint condition. Because yeah. some people collect. She thought she was some sort of like collector. collector. <laughs> but obviously not. When you start stacking them in your kitchen on top of your maple syrup, you know you're not really collecting. You're right. just hoarding at this point. Exactly. And she yeah. wasn't getting that. Yeah. So Lily Lily realized that she needed to straighten up her act. She needed to find somebody who could really keep her in check, who could really, you know, put her on the right path. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, she decided to enroll herself in a scared straight program. You know, what I mean by a scared straight program. Have you ever seen the show Beyond Scared Straight on A&E? Right. Where, they, I, send, where they send kids to prisons to like oh, have them like have them observe prisons. I was thinking of like a weird like phobia show. No, but that's not it. No, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Now. So like she was she wanted to be put in a scared straight program to see like what what it's like for like corrections officers and see if they're like if they're man enough to handle her. And. She did love a man in uniform. She loved she loved a man in uniform. She did. Whether that was a cop uniform or, or a, a po- baseball uniform or a post office uniform. Post office uniform or ice cream man uniform. Mascots. She had uh, she had a thing mascots, for mascots. Man, like she was like, you know what? They're not furries, mm-hmm. so it's still not weird. Yeah. Lily, it's still weird. Although we will say furries, not really that weird in twenty nineteen, you know. It, oh, I don't mean to discriminate. No, you're not. You're not. We just furries. We just have. We just have I'm to sorry. say. We just have to say that. That's I, all. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. Like, you know what? It was a discriminatory word. That's phrase. Okay. Sorry, furries. Didn't mean to categorize you like that. You're cool. You're nah, cool. yeah, you're cool. You're cool. I mean, you, get your, you get your masks to move. Yeah, like you're talking. Some of you have like your tails that wag. Yeah, I've, I'm I, not a furry, but you yeah. do you boo. I had I had some preconceived notions, but those have kind of been shattered with some things I've seen and some, you know. Well, they're not. The thing is, is that everyone thinks that furries are like a sex thing. It's and not. It's not a sex it's not. thing. It's it's like a it's personality. More, it's like a way of life kind of thing for people. Right. It's like for people to express like their personalities. I saw a vice thing, and now I think I know everything about furries. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Sorry, I didn't mean to. 
be me to furries. You weren't, but we're just um, we just made no, that. No, it was, and that's okay. I'm gonna own up to it and be like, "Yo, sorry, my furries, my furry friends." Anyway, she she saw mascots and was like, "Damn, yeah, that just turns on a muscle." Like the, the she growing up, she always had posters in her room of the Philly fanatic. Um, cause yeah, she, found, she really liked how <laughs> she liked how his tongue was like, a was like Thank one you. of the, was one of those, uh, bl- was like one of the, yeah, one of those blow toys. that's just like, <laughs> she loved how he kissed, um, fans in which he would just take his nozzle and just and put it on their face, their face in it. I've, I've been kissed by the fanatic. You, what? I have. You I never told you that. You didn't tell me about this. Oh, it happened way before we met. All right, good. It happened when I was like eighteen. Um, he, I was. He was, your, he was your first, wasn't he? No. Your first anyway. kiss, I meant. No, he wasn't. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he um, was your first mascot kiss. That'd be hilarious. Well, technically, yes. Yes. Um, yeah, he came to my job. I was working at a grocery store. Came to your job? Yeah, I was working at a grocery store, and the grocery store was new in town. Uh-huh. And uh the people who own the grocery store wanted to make a good impression so they had the philly fanatic came that's that's what you do in in the greater philadelphia area if you want to get suburban philadelphia if you want to get people anywhere if you want to get people especially from philadelphia anywhere you know what's really funny too is that he went through a freaking fire escape door and i was like oh my god (laughs) thank god it didn't go off um (laughs) he just he just did it as he he just came in the back and was like what's up what's up and like like if you ever hear the philly fanatic talk it's like mur, 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 mur. like that's ne- how he talk i've never heard him talk yeah it's it's like muffled it's like mur, okay. mur, 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 mur. like oh, that's gosh. how he talk mm-hmm. like it's like that shit <laughs> and so like he just comes in the back and no one saw him but me and i go oh the fanatic and like everyone's like what the fuck and like <laughs> like are you high like i was the first person that noticed him he was like you getting a kiss <laughs> and just smushed his face into mine and i was like oh no and you're just on the register there's somebody there that's like uh I'm- oh well he tried to scan oranges and he scanned them 12 <laughs> times and i <laughs> i had to that, take it off that said that definitely sounds like something a costumed person would do in a grocery just store like trying to scan it just and, trying to oh fuck around <laughs> yeah he pretty much did fuck around a little bit i could imagine like i can only imagine like if there was somebody at your register at that time they're just like they were. Well, he tried to scan oranges. Well, no, I'm talking. I'm talking about like a person, like an actual like customer. Yes, there was oh, wait. a customer. Oh, in front I'm sorry. Of me. I thought you were talking about the. No, and I was scanning. It was like a box of tangerines. Oh, and okay. He pushed me out of the way and tried to scan it, and he scanned it like a bunch of. Oh, times. okay. I thought you meant he was taking loose oranges and trying to scan loose oranges. No, no, he was like there was stuff in front of me that he was trying to scan. Oh, okay. And I misunderstood. <laughs> See, well, I said oranges. That didn't make sense. Well, I also got it. Got my. <laughs> the idea in my head that he's just trying to scan an orange that doesn't have a barcode and I'm like that's that fucking, would be hilarious that's fucking too. hilarious but like he wasn't even paying I'm sure he couldn't even he couldn't see, see. <laughs> like but he just knew there was shit in front of him yeah but yeah I I was kissed by the fanatic it's a very fuzzy kiss I can believe it like you just feel fur around your face I can believe it that's it anyway <laughs> I totally went off track we, we can, but it's okay um but uh oh god what's her name Lily Lily yes oh, so rude but Lil- you know what? That would be a point off on the resume application or the Sorry. boyfriend application and boyfriend resume. Wasn't it like, wasn't it living assistant? Living. No, it was um, life assistant. Life assistant. Yes. AKA boyfriend. AKA boyfriend. Yeah. Yes. So Lily had her thing for mascot. She had her thing for postman. She had her thing for, you know, all like UPS drivers. But then she settled on. And then she went through the scared straight program. She was like, eh, corrections officers, they're too tough for me. I need somebody that still has a little bit of, you know, a little bit of pride, a little bit of sense of community in him. That's when she decided cop. Mm. Cop was going to be the kind of guy she wanted. There was a uh, elementary school. Oh, I hit my mic. There was an elementary school. Don't give me that look. <laughs> right where she lived. And there uh-huh. was a cop um, on Mondays who would... Uh, work the crosswalk Mm -hmm. and she knew that man she wants to smooch him every day for the rest of her life maybe touch his butt once in a while (laughs) she affectionately called him officer monday officer monday because she didn't know his real name because she she couldn't see the badge yeah she she lived like right near the cross she lived right near the crosswalk so she could basically sit outside sit inside her house and watch out the window she had a porch so yeah. she would come out and, the, and like the porch was directly in front of the crosswalk and mm-hmm. she'd be like, 
how you doing, officer? You got a case of the Monday. <laughs> she said, and like at first he thought it was funny. He was like, ha, 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 yeah. And then like twenty weeks into it, he was like, it's it's almost been a year. Can yeah. we not? <laughs> can, do you have? I I can buy you a joke book if you want to. Oh, you want to buy me one of these? Stop it. And then she would take out a note pen and like she she he didn't know, but that was his dating resume. And she would put a little pointer on and be like, like willing to willi- willing to buy willing random to gifts. Buy random gifts and surprise me. <laughs> so yeah, so so after after a year of watching him at the crosswalk, mm. you know, and getting all of this you know, the school year ended. You know, it was time for, you know, yeah, they, I mean, it only goes till the summer. Only goes to the summer, so the crossing guard didn't need to be there anymore. So mm-hmm. she didn't get to see Officer Monday after after June, and she yeah. was. And then when September came around, it was a different. It was a lady cop, which yeah. like she don't care. Yeah, but it wasn't Officer Monday. No, it was no Officer Monday. No one now, could be Officer Monday. So now Officer Monday, we should probably describe what he looked like. Uh-huh. You know, Officer Monday, he was about. Six foot three. Green mohawk. Green mohawk. Very skinny man. Looks like he barely ate. Yeah. Have you ever seen like, you ever seen pictures of like somebody wearing like a skinny person wearing a cop outfit that is like two sizes too big for them and is just like (laughs) draping on them? I've seen. It's like a bed sheet on them, basically. I've seen like tall, skinny teenagers wear suits and that's what I'm picturing. That's that's what I'm, yeah. That's that's basically what I'm I'm thinking here. What I'm envisioning for Officer Monday. But that just drove her wild. It freaking stirred the sheets right up. <laughs> it stirred those sheets and, and it got them she going. She wake up and those sheets were just stirring. <laughs> One morning she woke up and the sheets were just like spinning above her head. She's like, what's going on? Like they got caught on the ceiling fan or something. <laughs> A potato flew around. Oh, wait, no. Now I'm referencing vines. <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot in that our do, life. That does happen a lot. But uh but yeah, so even though this new officer Monday was not her officer Monday, she needed to know where he went because she needed to be able to find out, you know, when she could go out on a date with him. Right, and she knew that the only way to do that was to um go to the precinct. Yeah. Find out more about him. Yeah. Now she she went to the precinct during she went there one day, you know, when she wasn't when she wasn't working her job as, you know, um she wasn't working at the local shop, right? Because she actually she she lives close, but she lives nearby to you where you used to live. Yeah. So once she heard about the fanatic at Shoprite, and she uh-huh. heard about the the girl who got kissed by the fanatic, she was like, "I need to get a job here." <laughs> the girl who got kissed by the fanatic, how many years ago? But still, you know, she seven years ago. <laughs> but but Eight? but she needed she needed to make sure that there was ample opportunity for it to happen. Yeah, no, they don't and do that also, shit no more. But also, but. No, the thing was now gritty is a thing too. Oh man, if gritty could get in there and just smooch her and then just like wiggle his eyes around her, she would be like, "Oh yeah, gritty." Well, also by the way, did you know gritty has squeakers in his hands? Yes, and I want to meet him and just squeaky. I <laughs> gritty is a wonderful son of yes. Philadelphia, and I'm glad that we have gritty. To gritty is a him. wonderful son of Philadelphia and and socialist propaganda. Somehow, I don't I don't know how that happened. I don't like how people him like that i don't i don't get it i don't like that he's a good boy i don't get how he became an icon in the political world like that (coughs) but anyway so she she went there during the day when she had off from shop right when she wasn't waiting for her mascot lover Uh and she um she went there and she was like i'm looking for officer monday like who we don't have an officer monday we have an officer wednesday (laughs) and then and then you hear from the back hey i'm here and she's like no that's a literal camel that's animal abuse. You can't do that to him. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it? It's, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. Wednesday. <laughs> so it's not hump day. Wednesday. Go home. Wednesday, don't don't you have parking meters to check? Wednesday, just go check the parking meters. <laughs> and then you just hear the clop, clop, clop of the camel <laughs> as it walks out of the precinct. It's like, you guys just wait. You just wait till Wednesday. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a killer, and just, <laughs> just oh my god, just stomps out. Um, so she felt defeated because, and they asked her, "Well, what's the officer's name?" She said, "Well, I never, I never got his name." Like, well, we can't help you. We can't help you. And she's like, "Green Mohawk. He had a green Mohawk. He's real skinny. He's like six foot three. They're like, 
we we can't help you. He we we may have had somebody like that, but we have a lot of officers come and go around here. Yeah, um, we can't disclose uh, descriptions of officers. Patient it's officer confidentiality. Right, 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 right. Officer, officer confidentiality. Offi- yeah, officer, confidentiality. officer confidentiality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, that's not a thing. She's like, it, it it is here in suburban Pennsylvania. And then they clo- they slowly closed the acrylic window, and pulled down a shade, <laughs> and then snuck a sign underneath that said, "We ain't here." <laughs> Bye. Bye. So defeated, she left and went home. She went she went to Shoprite. She on her way home because she didn't have a car, so she walked everywhere. Mm. She walked past Shoprite. And um, just as she was walking past, she walked past Shoprite, went inside, and went straight to the Chinese buffet, and <laughs> got the largest styrofoam container that she could find, mm-hmm. loaded it up with that good old fried rice, uh-huh. their delicious uh, sesame chicken, some vegetables, and uh, they had a little bit of sushi. She got some sushi. By the way, that was at my Shoprite. <laughs> um. And just as she was she was checking out and leaving, she walked outside. All of a sudden, she got back out to the main road. She heard a screeching. She heard a screech of brakes, mm-hmm. and there was like a van with the Philadelphia Flyers logo. And out of the back of it jumps Gritty. He jumps out, shakes his stomach, runs inside, and and she she hears the squeakers on his hands. It's like it's a mascot. She runs back towards the store. <laughs> and they close the doors. They close the doors. Turn and, off the lights. And lock them. And then they put a sign down through the door. This is, we ain't here. This, this is a, we ain't here, private gritty party. <laughs> and then just inside, there's like a disco ball that comes down. And there's just these like these lights and gritty's just dancing and shaking his stomach. You know how mascots do with the big stomachs. Yeah, because it's like essentially a dome. Yeah. That they can just They can move. just wiggle. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she double defeat on that day. Yeah, so she she wanted to go in and get more Chinese food, mm-hmm. but she was like, never mind. She went home, heated it up, and, and at, ate it. And then at that time, she was like, well, I need to get to Officer Monday somehow. Mm-hmm. So she formulated a plan. She was going to break into the police station. Hell yeah. She was gonna She was going to hack their mainframe. Okay. And she was going to find out exactly where Officer Monday lived, and she was going to go find him herself. Mm-hmm. She's gonna take matters into her own hands. No one was gonna help her find love. By God, she would do it herself. She would do it herself. So she put together this entire elaborate plan. Think of the film. Think of the film Hackers. You know, but a lot less from the eighties. Yeah, a lot, but a lot less cool. Um, That's already a not cool movie. <laughs> she hacked she, the planet. She she <laughs> she basically went home, went on Google how to how hack police station, and. <laughs> And just found this like really weird page and like that was written like in Wingdings font and it's just like oh. Wingdings. She she interesting thing about Lily is she she's can, fluent in she's Wingdings. She's fluent in Wingdings. One of very few people in the world that is fluent mm. in Wingdings. Um, she read the page. She was like, okay, this makes sense. Um, her plan was not very very well thought out. Basically, she went to the police station. She grabbed a brick that she pulled out from from her house she literally pulled a brick out of her house she like took a saw sawed a brick out of her home impressive yeah she she's very resourceful and she threw it through the front door um and when i say threw it through i mean it took her six tries because she didn't throw it hard it's like bulletproof glass yeah i would assume it's a police station yeah and plus she was tossing it underhand too (laughs) so she she didn't really lopping because because it's it's bricks are heavy bricks are pretty heavy and she's a very small she's a very small woman so she couldn't mm-hmm. like throw it overhand so she was like granny style throwing it at the door like with two hands like squatting down and then yep. i get it i have a picture in my head now. like a child would shoot a free throw shot right yes that's <laughs> what i'm picturing yeah so finally she gets the brick through the door mm-hmm. she makes her way in and she gets to a computer and she immediately is like okay how do i log in here so she find she figures out um the username for just a random officer well she actually figures out the admin password so she hello i'm an admin and no, then uh, it's hello i'm an admin backwards no the, the username is admin and the password is yo i'm a cop admin what are you gonna do about it that's that's the password wow yeah like nothing capitalized no nope, just all special lo- symbols, just all lowercase yeah. numbers yeah that's not very secure no it's not very that secure. does sound like Something that would happen in my neighborhood, though. Yeah, yeah. So, so she gets in. 
She fi- she she scrolls through the pictures of the officers and she finds him. Mm-hmm. Turns out his last name is Officer Green. Go oh, figure. With go the mohawk. F- go figure. Yeah, Green Mohawk. Mm. So she finds him. She finds his address. She's like, okay, good. I'm gonna go get him. What she doesn't realize in the meantime, when all this has happened, is dozens and dozens of squad cars have made their way outside of the police station. Yeah, I mean, obviously she triggered. She triggered numerous alarms. Alarms. Yeah. From uh, from neighboring from neighboring police stations, all of these different cops came and showed up, and just as she was about to leave, you just hear outside, "Come out with your hands up!" You bring Officer Green here, and I will do so. Uh, officer, uh, an officer. Green. Are you talking about that skinny kid with the mohawk? Yep. Fine. So the the hostage negotiation unit gets on the phone and calls Even off. There's no there's hostage. no hostages. They just like they needed to have. She's not. She doesn't have a weapon. They, yeah, they needed to have somebody. They're like, they call up the guy and he's like, and it's like, also this is at like three o'clock in the morning too. Yeah, and that that um, police station is like right across the street from a very nice neighborhood. Yeah. So like, of course you're waking up all of your residents. Yeah. Exactly. So, so they call him and, he, and he's like, what, what do you guys want? I'm like, look, we need you to come down to the station. There's a woman here that's clamoring for you. We don't know what she wants. Just can you come here? And he's, he thinks for a second and he's like, oh, it's Lily. Okay. So the Mondays, they're like, what the fuck? No, ask her. Mind, I'm coming. They're like, at, and he's like, ask her if she has a case of the Mondays. And they'd be like, ma'am, do you have a case of the Mondays? And from in, is he here? And from from inside, you just hear her go. Ugh. My sheets are stirring at home. <laughs> and they're like, and he's like, yeah, I heard that. That's her. Give me, give me ten minutes. And so Officer Green comes down. He, he comes outside. He, he's outside of the uh, the station. And he's like, Lily, c- come on out. She. She um. She somehow catwalks out. Yeah. Like as a model, almost. You know. Even though she's like dirty and <laughs> she she somehow found a taser gun as well in her travels oh, to the uh, police station. Okay, she's like, "Hey, this thing looks neat," <laughs> and they're like, "All right, put it put down put down the taser," especially because we don't know what you're gonna do to yourself. And she was like, she like pressed the button a couple times. She's like, "I don't think so. <laughs> I want my officer Monday over here." And so, and so Officer Green makes his way closer and he's like, ma'am, my name is Officer Green. I know. I want to be Mrs. Officer Green. <laughs> my, my first uh, name, <laughs> my first name's not Officer. It's, it's Jamie. All right, Officer. I want to be Mrs. Officer Jamie Green. <sighs> Look, Lily. What? You've caused a lot of destruction here. Uh, nothing that this township can't pay for, that's for sure. You're going to go to jail for this. What? Yeah. Destruction of property, breaking and entering, burglary. How about... But I did not in the name of love. I think Norristown uh, Court will believe that. <sighs> Nor- Norristown Judicial Court? This won't make it to Philly. You know what? No, I... I have to place you under arrest. What? Yeah. No. You you need to tur- I got a taser on me. You, need you can't to, do nothing. You need to turn around and you need to... You need to smooch me. <sighs> Lily, I... And then he just turns her around and puts her in cuffs and leads her inside. And she's still making kissy noises yes, the entire time. The whole time. But uh, Officer Green forgot to uh, forgot to disarm the taser from her. So as he... Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. As he was leading her in, she had she had the taser in her hand as he was walking like right behind her, and she's like, "Ooh, what's this button do?" And just tase it as they're walking. And what she doesn't realize though is that the, the current travels through his body and into her and like through her body yeah, so as well. She got a little fried. She got a little fried too. <laughs> so she drops to the ground and and obviously she had to drop the taser <clears throat> and she gets picked up by two other officers and she goes, "That was a little kiss from me to you." <laughs> 
<laughs> a little electric kiss. And then she got in the police car and was sentenced to two years in prison yeah. for her crimes. Yeah. And Jamie Green moved out of Hatfield, Pennsylvania. <laughs> never to be seen again. Never to be seen again, like most people in Hatfield, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh that was a wild ride. I loved it. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun. So uh should we take a quick break? Let's take a break and then we'll come back and tell another story. And we'll tell we'll tell another quick story because that one was a long one. That was like thirty minutes. Hot dang! Yeah, it was a thirty minute story. So we'll we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll tell another quick story and uh, and yeah, we'll have some more fun. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Evan here, here to give you a little promo and some information about the upcoming Steel Stacks Improv Comedy Festival. Yes, it is that time of year here in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, where we have dozens and dozens of teams from all over the country coming to Bethlehem, PA, and Steel Stacks in particular, for a two-day improv comedy extravaganza. Uh, this year we've got two awesome headliners at the festival this year. We've got Off Book, the improvised musical podcast with Zach Reno and Jessica McKenna. Uh, These are two people uh, that have a podcast on Earwolf Network uh, that do improvised musicals uh, right off the top of the head. uh, They're doing a live uh, improvised musical at the Improv Fest this year. Uh, That's going to be on Saturday, January 26th. And the other headliner for the festival this year is Astronomy Club. Uh, They're a New York-based improv and sketch comedy group uh, that had a self-titled Comedy Central digital series that premiered uh, earlier last year in the fall. Uh, Really funny group of people. Um, two awesome headliners, two days full of comedy. And for this year, the first time ever, we're actually doing bit shows. Um, we're doing some small five-minute weird shows at the end of each night, uh, late at night, doing some fun experimental stuff. Uh, I'm actually going to be there in a couple of stu- in a couple of things over the two days. Uh, you can catch me with my team, One Last Thing, a dual prob team on Friday night, uh, all, better known as Saturday morning at 12.15 a.m. Uh, I'm also in a couple of the bit shows on that uh, Friday night as well. And Saturday afternoon, you can catch me with my team, Four Eyes, at 4.15 p.m. Uh, for more information on the festival as a whole and to get your tickets now, uh, you can get your tickets in advance, which saves you a few bucks. Uh, you can go to steelstacks.org slash improv fest. Uh, that'll have all the information, the full schedule, the full lineup, uh, and information on where you can buy tickets. Uh, again, that is Friday and Saturday, January 25th and 26th, this coming weekend. So if you're in the Bethlehem, Pennsylvania area, come check it out. It's going to be two days full of awesome improv comedy. You can come catch me there. You can come find me. Say hi. Come check out my, come check out my friends. Come check out some awesome improv. You'll have a great time. Uh, with that being said, let's get back to the show and let's tell another story. are back back from our break hey welcome i'm good feeling good still snotty still snotty yeah, yeah we both had to blow our noses during that break and get some get some of that nastiness out of our heads so we can we can tell some more silly stuff heck yeah heck yeah so uh so for those of you who haven't listened in a while a second half of our episode here i go to a website called fantasynamegenerators.com yes. where they have a book title generator that'll give us based on some genres, some really strange book titles. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to randomly spin some titles. Uh, we'll pick a few of those, and then Lynn will ultimately choose which story we will tell then. I'm getting out a piece of paper because this time we actually have a notepad in front of us yes. and can write down the titles that we pick. Yes, exactly. Which will help us in the long run. It will, yes. It will make things go quicker. So, yes. uh, Lynn, do you want to give me a genre that I can spin on first? Adventure. Adventure. All right. So let's spin it once, twice, three times, four times. And one more for good measure. All right, so your choices are... Yes. Woman of the Forest, Priestess with Silver, Priests Without Time, Turtles of Heaven, Spiders and Giants, Defenders and Descendants, Luck of Tomorrow, Success of the North, Listening to the Jungle, and Trust the Immortals. I like Turtles of Heaven. Turtles of Heaven, yeah, that is is a good one. That sounds like a really bad, like, Lifetime movie. Turtles of Heaven. I could see that. I, I could see that. <laughs> Turtles of Heaven, next Sunday, 8 p.m., only on Lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's another genre here? Um, horror. Horror. The horror. The horror. The horror of these names. Okay. All right. 
Mm. Your choices are mm-hmm. teacher with black hair. <laughs> so scary. Man in the forest. Dogs in the forest. Witches in the abandoned house. That's specific. Yes. Cooks and monks. Phantoms and trees. Books in my school. <laughs> Noises in apartment B. <laughs> Mortified in the swamp and defiant until the forest. So your choice was noises in apartment B. Yes. Correct. All right. We're writing that down. We have a notepad. We're writing things down now. We're professional here. Yes. All right. And your final genre. Uh, Romance. Romance. Get all that sweet, sweet romance. One, two, three, four. How many romantic stories can we tell? That didn't rhyme. Uh, Yeah, it didn't rhyme. Boo hiss. <laughs> All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Your choices are Mistress of Fond Memories, mm-hmm. Secret Admirer Without Fear, Beloved of the South, Secret Admirers of Devotion, Boys and Knights, Girlfriends and Boys, Memory of Freedom, Will at My School, Changing His Parents, and <laughs> What? <laughs> and Comforted by My Nightmares. Comforted by My Nightmares. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Changing His Parents. You could do way more with Comforted by My Nightmares. You could do more with that, yeah. All right, so our final three choices are? Um, They are Turtles of Heaven, Noises in Apartment B, and Comforted by My Nightmares. All right, Lynn, out of those three, which would you like to tell? Drum roll, please. It's going to be Comforted by My Nightmares. Hey, Comforted by My Nightmares. That's, Hell yeah. That's a, good, that's a good choice. So It is a good choice. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first and only time, we present to you Comforted by My Nightmares. Little Billy had chronic... Insomnia. Chronic insomnia. Yes. And when he did sleep, he had very vivid, nightmarish dreams. Mm -hmm. It's a common symptom for people with insomnia that when they do sleep, it's very hard for them to, it's it's a very difficult sleep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That they have a lot of really, you know, a lot of brain activity going on at that point, which leads to very like messed up and weird dreams. Right. And the one problem with Billy, I think that's what I named him. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is that. When he goes two weeks without sleeping, those nightmarish figures make their way into his real life. Yeah, they begin to manifest. Right. So he'll be at school, just chilling. Goes and opens up his li- his uh, his uh, locker. Locker. Yes. Thank you. Before going to the library, <laughs> opened up his library and then went to his went to the locker. You know, some he, with insomnia, you don't know. <laughs> You could have so. a kid run in a library out of his locker. Oh my god, Amanda! I got books. So he, he would I got open books up his, for days. He would open up his locker, and bam! Inside would be Medusa. Ah, yes, Medusa, the the snake headed, the snake headed woman, just sitting there on the shelf of his of his locker, just being like, "Blah, Blah. I'm Medusa." Gotcha. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to do stop. It's Tuesday. I'm not ready. Are you going to social studies? No, I'm going to the library. You should be going to social. So, no. Like, that was last period. You don't even know my schedule, Medusa. God. What about calculus? That's tomorrow. How about home economics? I don't do that. That was last year. Well, you need to give me your updated schedule. You should know it. You're in my mind. Oh, well, go to class. You don't want to be late. Library. <laughs> it's not class. It's plays. So Billy shut his locker door and <laughs> and went on about his day. And granted, there were people around him as oh, yeah, he was he having would, this conversation. He would fight with Medusa in front of everybody. And yeah. then like he would turn around and be like, Medusa's such a bitch. <laughs> He even said it to the principal one day, and the principal was like, what? 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 Did, what? Huh? He couldn't even be mad at Billy about him saying bitch. He was just... He was just so... Con- he was just so confused at the fact that this boy was talking to an in- to a non-existent Medusa a in his locker. A mythological Greek creature? Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and the thing is, we'll 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 note this later. But mm. uh, Billy had a fascination with uh, with Greek mythology, which right. So all of his manifestations, <laughs> a lot of them, all of his manifestations were of Greek mythological creatures. He he spent a lot of time when he was dealing with his insomnia playing the playing the video game God of War. Mm. He spent a lot of time, especially the new one specifically. Uh, that dealt well. No, the new one was Norse. The previous ones were Greek, so he dealt with a lot. He played a lot of those games and got really deep into the Norse mythology. Yes. Um. Wait, Norse or Greek? I'm sorry, Greek. Excuse me. Yes. So, um, one of them, one of the other manifestations was Cerberus, the three-headed dog. Yes. Yes. Um. Every one, every time we would go to gym class and play with, and he would play like baseball or basketball. Right. Cerberus was in the corner wearing whatever jersey of the sport he was playing. <laughs> With like a gold chain, be like, "Come on, dog, you can do it." He he referred to everyone as dog because Cerberus himself is a dog. <laughs> Yo, dog, you can make What's this a shot. Dog? <laughs> so Cerberus was the Randy Jackson. Yeah, of, there we Cerberus go. Cerberus was the Randy Jackson of Greek mythology. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, uh, when he would take a bath at home because his mom was like, "Showers are evil," <laughs> so he had to take baths. Why was his mom so against showers? And she just didn't like them. Um, so whenever he took a bath, a siren would pop out and be like, hey, baby, you want to go swimming? He was like, I'm dirty. It's the shower. You stand in the shower. You don't swim. Like, no, he's taking a bath. Oh, I thought you said he was taking a shower. No, he's a, f- his mom is against showers. Oh, that's right. Okay. So he has to take baths. Okay. So a siren would pop out and be like, hey, baby. And he'd be like, don't do that. I'm 13. It's illegal. But I got to wash my feet. So you don't want to be here. Yeah, go wash my booty. <laughs> Um, what were some other ones, Evan? Uh, so, so at one point, uh, whenever it rained or whenever there was a really bad thunderstorm, Zeus would show up and be like, Hey, you like the fireworks? He was like, it's not fireworks. It's electricity in the sky. (laughs) And Zeus is like, well, it's cool though, right? You don't even know what your power is. You don't even know like what manifests it. Well, like. Fine. Well, you know, I'm just going to do some more. Just... Uh, it's loud. That's the point. You know, it makes an, it makes an impact. It makes it makes people in, it think about it. But it doesn't have to be God. It doesn't have to be loud. Well, I am a God. So what about you. heat lightning? Heat lightning doesn't make noise. <sighs> you're, you're the God of thunder. You're not even the God of lightning. And then Zeus just like just <laughs> goes away. <laughs> Can't handle the teenage. He just, he's yeah. had too many children of his own. <laughs> he just zoop, and he's gone. <laughs> he just zoops and gone. Yeah. That's why they call him Zeus. Yeah. <laughs> he gets Zeus gets back to like the like the holding area where all of like the Greek gods just hang out until they have to go like deal with like, Billy. That kid. It's like that motherfucker. That kid's just too fucking much, guys. You know, <laughs> I've had I birthed a child from my fucking calf. But this kid, <laughs> this kid is a fucking ridiculous 13-year-old child. All he does is play Fortnite. <laughs> and Ares stepped in and was like, yeah, you know, one time he got into a fight. But he, you know what he did? He just sat there and just started playing jacks in the middle of the fight. He didn't even fight the person. I'm the god of war. He's the. I told him, get up there and fight this person. Kill him. He just sat there and started playing jacks. Hades steps up and is like, hey, you know, I've kidnapped a kid. But this one, I want to kill. Now, did did the Hades in this world sound exactly like James Woods as well? That's how I'm picturing it. You're picturing yeah. James Woods. James Hades. Woods, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. But without all the conservatism that James Woods has now, right? All right. The, all the just cr- just like the charisma that he carries with Hades. Not the like crazy right wing shit that he. No, fuck that shit. <laughs> I don't need that in my life. Yeah. So. <laughs> So Billy's parents started to notice a lot of these weird things that were happening with Billy. And he was, the school called the house a number of times and Mm. were concerned because when children show signs of, you know, talking to inanimate objects, Mm -hmm. they think there's something going on at the, at the home, you know, something that's, something that's wrong there. So they called his parents and his parents sat, sat him down and, you know, one night at dinner and we're like, Billy, we, we've been hearing from the school that there's, uh, you have some imaginary friends you're talking to? They're not imaginary. Well, what? God. What, what are what are they then? Creatures, gods. 
gods, you say? Yeah. What what kind of gods? Like Zeus and Ares and Hades. And Sometimes then, Apollo. And then the, and then the dad will, the dad sips and it's like, now Billy, I told you you shouldn't be playing those God of War video games. There's nothing like, God of War, Dad. They're dead in God of War. You wouldn't even know. You don't even know video games. I do know video games. I know that Mario brother. I know him. Brothers, there's two of them, Dad. God. I I know that that Zelda guy. No, he's not dude's girl. Well, Zelda's girl. Well, <laughs> he said that and like accidentally bumped his chin into his dad's face. Well, I the frog fr- pong. Yeah, I know the pong. God, it's like your first video game. Of course, you would say that. There's nothing characteristic about it. You know what? Go to your room. You go to your room. And no, I'll go to mine. What? No. I, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. How did this? Little does. Billy's dad understand is that Billy has a TV, a computer, a mini fridge in his room because he's a white kid in s- suburban America. He lives in Hatfield, Pennsylvania. He lives in Hatfield, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> this is just the Hatfield episode. This of- is the Hatfield episode where we <laughs> rag on my hometown. Have y'all ever had Hatfield meats? <laughs> that plant smells like shit when they're making stuff. <laughs> well, imagine smelling that every day in the morning, 6 a.m., bitches, waking you up next to the chickens down the road. <laughs> ah, you wake up to the sweet smells of dying... Ca- of burning carcasses. Of burning cow carcasses. And then you go you go, and you're like, hey, I gotta go to Wawa and get some fucking coffee. So you're on your way, and then you have to pass that meat factory. And then when Because it's fucking everywhere. And then when you get out of the car then, to go into the Wawa, you open the door and just... And then you go on your way back, you just see the vegans being like, stop eating meat. And it's like, you can't do that here. They fucking run this town, bitches. So that's when you take... The family, the fucking family that owns that meat factory used to own the only grocery store in Hatfield. So that's so that's when you take your sausage, egg, and cheese sizzly, throw it out the window with the vegan protester no, and drive away. No, that's too fucking expensive. <laughs> that's that's right. So you... you <laughs> they like, what, $4? Yeah, No, two ninety nine. Still, $3. No. So you take you take the piece of sausage from inside the city. No, I'm not dismembering my sizzly. They can go ahead and protest. I'm not saying anything against vegans. You do no. you, boo boo. It's just four of you standing outside a giant, <laughs> giant meat factory yeah. that pretty much owns this freaking town. And they're not even on the premises. They're just outside. They, on like yeah, the, well, they the, can't the, be on the premises. It's yeah. private property. Yeah, so. <laughs> they could maybe go to like, there's like a little community garden off to the side. <laughs> but you're not going like to do little, anything from that side They're just in the a road. little gazebo just like. <laughs> there's no gazebo. Well, I'm just, I'm like, I'm just. Oh, I'm, I see. Yeah, so. I was like, I know this. Yeah, so. I know this factory. So where were we? Oh, yeah. the <laughs> Billy. Oh, yeah. So he goes up, but like being banished to his room is not really a punishment when he has everything mm-hmm. in his room. So. And when he when he arrives in his room, uh, all of the apparitions of all of the gods show up in his room at once. And they're they're all um, cross armed, cross legged, sitting in multiple points of his room, going, mm-hmm. "Billy, we need to talk." Yeah. He's like, "Oh my god, tired of talking." <laughs> it's it's not us. It's you. What do you mean? You're you're <laughs> you're just becoming too hard to deal with. I'm thirteen. Medusa's just like. This isn't you fun anymore. You have to talk about that. You're not a snake. You're like hot, but not. And you turn people into stones. Excuse me. In a good way. And then af- after that point, Billy then proceeds to to, uh, as we say, cut on every single one of these, uh, every single one of these gods, and just starts. Zeus, you're God Thunder. You're not God Lightning. Okay, so you don't control lightning. You can't hold lightning bolts. It's not possible. Uh, uh. Hades, you're a fucking child predator. You kidnapped Persephone and then married her. And you were like, I'm going to have her for half the year. I'll give her back to her mom. It's not how she works, okay? Might be how those seasons work, but it's not how you work, dude. Apollo, you're cool. I like you. You're hot. What about Ares? Ares, not everything has to be a fight. I have to kill everyone. It's murder. (laughs) Cerberus, not everyone is named Dog. Learn people's names. You can talk. I know you can. <laughs> My name's not Dog. It's Billy. <laughs> and at that point, all the gods just sit there looking at one another. And then finally, finally, Zeus says, 
<sighs> I think the time has finally come. We will relieve you no! of your burden. Uh-uh. And we will I not- just look, guys, wait before you go. I'm just really stressed out, man. Fucking parts of me are growing that I didn't know that would grow. Okay, Billy. I got I got hair in places. Okay, Billy. I feel these things. Billy, b- before you go any further, what what, what we want to do for you is, uh, since you've been so engrossed in mythology, uh, and you've been playing a lot of God of War recently, uh, and the, the Greeks need a bit of a break. Uh, so here's the newest God of War video game with a different kind of mythology. I want Norse. Billy, it's for the best. But, no, but Draugr are weird. Billy. And, like... Bulger doesn't get hurt. I don't get that. And like, and like, I just know. No. But Thor, Billy, Thor's what? there. Thor is part of Norse mythology. But he's got thunder. Yeah. No. Yes. He's just another Zeus. But he's only dickish. But he's a cooler Zeus. No, he's an asshole. Have you? Oh my God. He's so full of himself. And so at that point they just drop the they drop the PS4 game on the floor and they all just disappear. No. <laughs> and then Billy actually felt like a disconnect. Yeah. Like he he was like shit, yo. I miss my apparitions. I'm like I'm like Bulger. Bulger's annoying. You mean Boulder? Boulder. I'm sorry. I keep calling him Bulger. I'm like Bulger, as in bulger wheat? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm not as uh, well tuned with Norse gods as I am with Greek. I'm not as I'm not well versed with any mythology, really. So I love mythology. So it's my fucking jam. So yeah, Billy, Billy felt kind of alone for the first time yeah, in a he while. He was like, he was like, I don't understand Freya. Is Freya's name Freya or Frigg? No one told me. I don't get it. It's the same person. I don't know. I just miss my old people. And and as he starts to cry, he can hear a he can hear a voice whispering from the game box just saying, Play the game and all will be revealed. So he finally does it. He's like, Fine. If it means that I will get my old people back, I'll do it. And so he pops in God of War, the newest one. Mm-hmm. He starts playing, and as he and as he starts playing the game, a tall apparition appears behind him, very tall, bearded, muscular apparition steps behind him. He can feel a presence, but he doesn't. He doesn't turn around until at the last second, till till he hears a very loud and booming, boy. You're not my dad! The end. <laughs> That's fun. That was fun. We end on Kratos. <laughs> it all comes back to Kratos in the end. It always does. The fake Greek god. <laughs> the fake the fake Greek god. Well, god killer. He's a god killer. Yes. Yes. Well, he, he himself is a god, though. He's, that, true. He's half god. Well, the, yeah, because doesn't he... T- well, he takes the god... The, the god of war title from Ares because he kills Ares, right? Well, yes, that, but also his father is Zeus. That's right, yeah. He, yes. he, 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 yeah. But Kratos is not a real no. Greek god. No, he's not. He's not real. Sadly. Yes. Well, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Those were those were two fun stories, two weird stories, but hey. Yeah. I thought we did it gracefully, though. We did. We did. We handled it with grace and poise. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, Lynn, mm-hmm. where can people find you on social media if they want to find you and chat with you? On the internet, I'm on Twitter, A-Y-N-N-E-L-N-N. Go follow me. You can talk to me. I don't tweet much anymore, but I'm trying to get better at it. Yeah. So follow me. Yeah, tweet at her. Yeah. Tweet at me. Be like, hey, Lynn, you have annoying voices. And I'll be like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) Not much we can do about that now. Sauce, kid. Yeah. And you can find me on Twitter at e underscore Williamson ninety three. Uh, I'm not tweeting as much anymore. I've been recently. I've been tweeting about football because football is what I've been, what my life has been these but last I, few weekends. Well, I, it's not going to stop entirely, probably. Not till after but the Super it'll, Bowl. It'll slow down because the Eagles are no longer in the playoffs. So you had to remind me. 
You had to remind me. You know, it's funny because I just don't have any emotional attachment. Exactly. You don't. So. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So, uh, and if you want to follow the show on social media, you can follow read between on Twitter and Instagram at read between cast. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash read between cast. Uh, make sure you follow us there. Make sure you like our post. Make sure you tell a friend. Uh, let's get, let's get the, here's a goal I have for the Facebook page. If you're listening, Facebook, yes, hmm. go like our Facebook page. We want to get the Facebook page to a hundred likes. Yeah. We're currently sitting at like 65. So if you're listening to the show and you're not already, and you're not already liked, I have another goal for our Facebook page. What's that? Get us to 69 so we can go nice. Yeah. Let's, that's the first goal. Get us to 69. <laughs> If you if you're listening right now and are not liking the Facebook page, facebook.com slash read between cast, go like it now so we can get to sixty nine likes. Nice. That's what we want. We want to have a nice goal for the beginning of February. So Hell yeah. that's our number one. So Facebook.com slash read between cast. At read between cast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, to listen to the show, you can find us on Spotify, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Podcasts, on YouTube. The last two weeks, the last two episodes are not up on YouTube yet. That's my fault. I will work on getting those up. Hopefully, they should be up with the release of this one. My dad wants to know what's going on. He doesn't understand how podcasts work. I know. Yet. I'll have to do that for Lynn's dad yeah. and anybody else who listens Our, on YouTube. A.K.A. Uh, my dad. A.K.A. your dad. Uh, so go ahead. Subscribe on any of those platforms. Make sure you give us a rating. Let us know how we're doing. And also share the show with your friends. Tell them all this fun stuff we're doing. Share this we- these weird stories we tell because they're so much fun. And we think we can really get some awesome people on here. We ha- we're trying to line up some cool guests for the future. Got some friends we're trying to bring in. So we're really looking to have some awesome stuff here going forward. So make sure you tell your friends. Tell them to jump on the read between bandwagon. So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, like we said in the, like we said in the break, uh, this coming weekend is a steel sax improv comedy festival. Make sure you come check that out. If you're in the Bethlehem, Pennsylvania area, come see me, come see our, come see my friends. We're doing all sorts of silly stuff. It's Friday and Saturday, January 25th and 26th, steelstacks.org slash improv fest for more information. Lynn, anything else you want to plug before we go? I'm hungry. Let's eat. <laughs> Not really a plug, but okay. I'm getting the message now. So my tummy is a rumbling. Yes. So uh, thanks again for listening, folks. We will see you guys next Monday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a all new episode. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.